0: Welcome to the Friends and Rivals Podcast. Oh hi, blow low, a whale and we will go. We'll go a whale and a sail in the sailing away, away, we'll go, blow me high and low, for many and many a long, long day. For many and many a long, long day. That was the Rogers and Hammerstein classic, Blow High, Blow Low, from the play Oklahoma. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny.
1: Episode 114 of the Friends and Rivals TomCast, Coming at you live and hot! Ah, I am one of your hosts, Tom Hart. Is joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz, Bill Fougier. Nick It's So boring when you guys say your real names. It really is. Really is. Pay
0: forty five. You know. Sorry. You
1: know what's not boring when you get right up on the microphone and talk right into it. Was I? Was I doing that? I tend yes. to do that when I'm on location, as I am today. Um, first and foremost, the NHL did the did the draft lottery tonight the and wouldn't you know it <laughs> a big market team won number 1 overall the Chicago Blackhawks are the team that gets the to draft Connor Bedard
2: so they lose Kane they mutually part ways with Taves and they miraculously fall into another
1: superstar miraculously
2: silly how that works
1: silly you know it, it's 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 funny that then they say that they're not going to resign jonathan taves or he's not yeah. coming back to the blackhawks yeah. oh yeah yes yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable unbelievable i actually and- had dinner with a um a columbus blue jacket fan who actually thought they were going to win <laughs> and wow. I laughed at There's, him. Yes, yeah, there is you one. Found the Columbus Blue sure, Jackets yeah, in, in, in New Jersey. Yeah. In New Jersey, of all places. Well, he well why was
0: he traveling in from? Obviously, he's <laughs> got to be from Columbus. There's can't yes,
1: be from anyone else. So. Yes, he he was from Columbus. But uh, was it
3: him and Bucci, are the only two uh, Columbus fans out there that were really rooting for them uh, to
1: get Bedard? Yeah, Bucci was rooting hard,
3: hard, really going for hard it. for Bedard. <laughs> he was rock hard for Bedard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we all are, Nick. We all so, are. So, <laughs> so how about
2: this for an interesting take? Right, Arizona holds some sort of silly pre-draft workout with some players years ago. They lose a first-round pick. The devil signed Kovochuk to to a legal contract. They lost a pick. Chicago is embroiled in a sex scandal that was covered up by everybody from management to the head coach. No repercussions at all.
0: Nope, that's about right. Nope, nope, nope.
2: And somehow they they
1: trick into the first overall pick. Go Blackhawks! Unreal. I was just happy oh, no. he did not go to Philadelphia because I actually want to like this kid. I, I, if he's going to be the superstar they say he is, I want to like him. Uh, like, like we're in awe of Connor McDavid. Uh, but if he went to the Flyers, ah, Jesus, Christ, that just would not have happened. We would just have to fuck say fuck Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the we would
3: have to say fuck him.
1: We would have had to say fuck him. but luckily, been we no not. possible way we could have been having. We only got to say it we only got to say possible. fuck him
2: fuck him for two games at eighty-two. Yeah, right.
1: It would be a total of six times we would say it would have been. Yeah, well, well, no, it's still going to be six times because right, every each one of our teams plays Chicago. Oh, I don't
2: give it. No, when he comes, when he plays your team, I, I'm going to cheer for Chicago. What are you talking about?
1: Well, I mean, in total, never mind. All right. Here we go. Let's go to the agenda. Tight 45 tonight. Let's Um, do it. Round round two, New Jersey Devils, Carolina Hurricanes, Devils came back. Hey, you know what? At least the fucking Rangers didn't give up eight goals to the Devils. Jesus Christ. Have you ever
2: seen a playoffs, playoffs where out of nine games, only one of them was somewhat competitive? The other eight have all been blowouts in one way or another. It makes no sense whatsoever. It is mind boggling. So the first game, you can kind of see it. First period, they look like they were shot out of a canyon. The Devils look like they were playing in quicksand. Um, And they just steamrolled the whole way through. Graves was getting skated by left and right. Stahl was in Hughes' face all game long. And it just looked like it was going to be a four game series. Game two happens. The Devils have two early power plays and don't convert. Which really starts to get you to wonder if they're going to be, you know, they're they're going to have a shot at coming back. Um, through that game, Heisher, Brett, Meyer, and Hughes had combined for four total games, uh, four total goals, and three of them were by Hughes. So, like Tom said, you know, your star players have got to show up in the playoffs, and these guys haven't been showing up. And that brings us to Game Three, the first one in New Jersey. And it was just a complete 180. They, they look like the dominant team. And Carolina looked like they couldn't do anything right. Um, they went 11 forward, 7D, which makes sense because Bokvist and Sharon Govich haven't done anything all playoffs. So why not just sit them and get Hughes into the lineup? Luke uh, rewarded the coach's decision with two assists. Jack had two goals and assists. Meyer got his first of the playoff. The only real alarming thing was the three shorthanded goals against. Now, it's happened before in the playoffs, three shorthand goals against, and that team wound up winning as well, like the Devils did. So brings us to tomorrow night, uh, you know, some things still up in the air. Who's going to be the starter? Is it going to be Vanacek? Is it going to be Schmid? Is he going to stack the top two lines uh, like he has been, you you know, like he did in game three? I hope he does, obviously. Um, And and Carolina really started to show some chippiness late in the game uh, during game three. So let's see if that carries over. That was just frustration from getting their doors blown off.
1: What do you want to see in that?
2: I, I want to see Vanacek at this point. I think, you know, Schmidt had his run. We took it for what it was worth. Maybe that magic dust is wearing off a little bit. Vanacek was there all season, got the job done all season. So let's let's give it back to him and
1: and ride him and see what he's got. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I I, I agree, but you're going, you're definitely gonna find out what you have in check now for sure
2: and now they've also called up a whole bunch of kids from Utica who I guess can participate I don't know how yeah, that they, works yeah they 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 can they can um, practice right I'm obviously they could practice but I didn't know if they could get into games oh, as well they could
1: they can get into games yeah. sure absolutely I, I wasn't sure
2: if it was like exactly. the major League baseball roster where you only had a specific number of people
1: do they do that because they're, I mean, they're out of, yeah, over. they got, yeah. they
2: got knocked out of the playoffs.
1: They lose to Hershey or no. they lose earlier than that earlier than that. Okay. Surprisingly, the Hartford Wolfpack are doing very well in that tournament and are actually percentage point favorites for the, for the colder um, favorites. Yeah. You know, that stupid bullseye thing that they do. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it It's it's dumb. Really dumb. Yeah yeah officiating hasn't been very good in this playoffs. yeah i mean at all
3: never horrendous everywhere every team every series has had it it's just it's just bad
2: like you said it's hard to complain about it when it's so consistently inconsistent
1: (laughs) that's but that's the only thing that is certainly consistent is i mean you
2: literally lift the guy's stick you make a, that's a great defensive play from behind. It was great. You reach yeah. up to you, you catch up to him. You lift his stick and right you get play. called for a hook that results in a penalty shot.
1: It wasn't a penalty when Truba did it on Hughes. I shouldn't have, I didn't think it should have been a penalty last night. Very, very simple. Very simple. Um, my gut's telling me Carolina might uh, give you a little bit of a pushback tomorrow night.
2: Oh, it's coming baby. Yeah. It's coming for sure.
1: But then again, anything that Lindy Ruff has done to to adjust on the fly in these series has seemed to work. Anything the, the, he touches the power to play, to
2: play, the power play again is the big thing. They're like one for nineteen or something like that—some ridiculous
3: number—and that's
2: like, and they've given up three shorthanded goals. Oof.
3: that's like a Islanders numbers, man. What the hell, yeah. Just
2: <laughs> I, I know they juggled they juggled it a little bit. Now they've got Hughes and Hamilton. Um, Hamilton Hughes had a terrible turnover on the power play. Luckily they were ahead so much that it didn't really matter, but you know, he'll learn he won't, he won't do those kinds of backhand cross ice passes at the blue line anymore. And we'll see what he, what, what he can bring.
1: Well, we will certainly all be watching. So we're going to shift now and talk about, well, we all will be, uh, we'll talk about the, uh, we didn't get to do the Rangers, uh, breakup day, uh, from last week. Um, the Rangers lost to the Devils, in that series was hard, far too fresh. Uh, we did have breakup day for the Rangers, and as I predicted last week, Gerard Gallant was released, or I'm sorry, they uh, mutually agreed to part ways. Love, love um, that, love that. <laughs> Gerard that's getting Gallant that's right up there with, the, with the
2: trade for future considerations. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, after i says, talked to chris you. it was in my best interest to resign <laughs> no shit sherlock uh, so um quenville is not part of the ranger search as of right now but there are names out there um particular Vince Mercogliano. uh i'm going to talk about his list that he put on there he put it, a list of about 10 pl- um coach potential coaches out there um I didn't like one of them, so I replaced it with somebody else. Um, but he had <laughs> Mike Babcock, uh, Bruce Boudreau. Um, I don't know. I, Babcock is as is, is certainly. I think he's. I don't want to say washed up as a coach, but he needs a. He definitely needs a new shtick because didn't he get a Retreated. chance? Didn't he get? Yeah, didn't he get a chance with somebody and they just fucking blew it? Was yeah, it Toronto, right? Toronto, made, right? Yeah. Ah. Detroit to Toronto. To, I mean, yeah, the, those kind
0: of guys. That's just like one of the recycled guys that. You know I wouldn't expect anything from, from a badcock
1: no, I wouldn't either and there there's guys like Spencer Carberry and Jim Hiller. these are assistant coaches that I really have never heard of, but they're they're one is an assistant coach with Toronto um, and i I don't recall who the other is an assistant with but they but they're power play specialists um, you got Chris Knobloch, uh, or Chuck Knobloch, rather. No, it is, it is Chris, um, who is the, is the uh, head coach of the Hartford Wolfpack. But then you got you know, someone like Peter Laviolette, um, who got released this year by the Washington Capitals. Um, I'm not a big fan of Peter Laviolette when he was a coach of another team, and I don't want him to coach my team. Others on the list were uh, Jay Leach and Patrick Waugh. I, I just don't think Patrick Waugh fits in New York. No, I, 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 I don't, I don't understand if he couldn't do it in Colorado. Um, what makes you think he can do it in New York? I, I don't, I just don't think he's, he's the right guy. And there's, well, you between- know,
2: if he makes it in New York, he can make
1: it anywhere. He can right? make it anywhere. You're certainly right. Um, and then there's there's the dream scenario where, where Mike Sullivan gets released by the Penguins in the next week <laughs> and then he gets, re- hired, oh, yeah. he gets hired by the Rangers immediately. I mean, what do what do you think the the line would be to throw money at Mike Sullivan would be if he if he was made available? It would be a long list. The last one that is on the list is Mark Messier, and I think. <laughs> I, th- I think you know a, a player with no coaching um, experience at any level um, doesn't deserve to get a shot and be the coach of a New York Rangers team who are quote unquote built to win now. Just don't see it. Mark Messier uh, is 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 on a pedestal in, in the in the in the fandom of Rangers history. Let him stay there and let him be revered for the rest of his life like that. Don't tarnish him. Mark Messier is not going to coach the Rangers next year. I'm sorry. I don't care what Stan Fischler says uh, on Twitter. Mark Messier is not going to coach the Rangers next year. Sorry. Just not going to happen. It worked out for Carolina. Uh, well, listen, I, I, I agree with you, but I don't know. I see Messier just doesn't look comfortable in studio talking no. on TV. No. So I, I just maybe behind the bench he's something completely different, but I, I just don't, I just don't see it. You're, you're right. It did work with Carolina and Rod the Bod, but I don't know. I just don't see it with Messier.
2: Do you think he would want him. more of a management role anyway? Uh,
1: don't know. I don't know what he wants. Um, I think I do think he was a little jaded that he didn't even get interviewed the last time uh, before they hired Gallant. I think he he felt a little jaded. So maybe they give him an interview as as a courtesy. To, but I just I just don't I just don't see it. And, I, and if things go bad, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want them to fire him. You know, he's he's in he's in that odd position to where he's so revered by fans in the franchise that we don't want to see anything tarnish him.
2: Luckily, they don't have to fire him because. They would just mutually part ways.
0: Mutually part ways. <laughs> <laughs> that was- well, and, and every coach, that's the future of every coach. I mean, every coach gets fired. They hardly okay. ever go, um, it's time for me to step away. No. And, and the, the last
1: something. one, the last one who's on my list, who I actually I actually want to coach the Rangers, Sam Bowman. Uh, Andrew Burnett, who is now the assistant coach with the New Jersey Devils. And if things keep going right for Lindy. No. Ross-
2: He is the associate head coach,
1: associate head coach. But if things keep going right for Lindy Ruff, the devils are not going to get rid of him. They
2: absolutely will.
1: And fucking (laughs) fantastic. You know what? Lindy Ruff, you win. You go ahead. Go, go to the Stanley cup final.
2: Fortunately for Lindy, he won't be fired. (laughs) Because they will mutually part ways. Uh,
1: I don't know about that. I don't know about that.
2: He Lindy will say, you know what? It's a young man's game. I'm getting a little too long in the tooth time for somebody younger to step behind the bench. And he's oh, going no, no, to hand the reins.
1: Listen, he's pushing all the right buttons with this team. No, you shut right, up. You they... stop
2: trying to talk it into existence. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Stop. Damn it.
1: <laughs> okay. There was, there was a couple other things from, from breakup day that I want to talk about. And it's, and this whole thing with Artemi Panarin. Uh, I I did say last week that it was either Panarin stays and the coach goes, or they're going to try and trade Panarin. So it looks like Drury played his card and he's going to keep Panarin. And I I personally would like to see Panarin with another coach. Um, And and listen, he's got 11 and a half million dollar contract. We know no contract is untradeable, but that'd be a hard contract to, to, uh, to trade, even with a no movement clause would be very, very difficult.
0: Hopefully, Panarin's healthy next year for the playoffs
1: and can play this time instead of sitting out the series. No, no, he he, he was healthy this year, Bill. What? I know. I know. He, I know. Shock. What? I'm shocked? What? Yes. I am. I am as shocked as you were. Yes. yes. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> hey, thank you for that. I got some bad information. <laughs> and they was so his...
2: busy watching the Knicks games, he had no idea.
1: How are they doing right now? I don't. Know. Uh, not good. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, next is Alexi Lafreniere and what to do with him. There's been speculation about Lafreniere and Cock- and or Kako being a cap casualty uh, this 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 off season. I, I think Kako has made tremendous strides and you're and he's someone that you want to keep and move forward and go forward with. Uh, Lafreniere is is altogether a completely different story. I I hope. That they have a plan for him this off season to work on his skating, get faster, uh, and get just get more energized, get more, be more part of the of the game, because he he was invisible in the playoffs and toward the end of the season. I mean, he didn't. He look played like, in the playoffs. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, again? Yes, he did. And there's a realize. lot of there's a lot of speculation about his time as a ranger coming to an end this off season and a trade to, to Montreal. Um, it might be the best thing for him. If, 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 if he's moved, Dude, but at me- this point I say, keep him and see what you can do with him. Try to get him into a skating program in the off season to build up his speed and see what, see what comes out of it.
2: Does Montreal have a player that maybe they've soured on and, and would make one of those, Maybe a chain of change of scenery for you would do you some good, and we're going to yeah. send you to New York.
1: Jonathan Drewen, Cole Caulfield. Yeah.
2: No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Good luck. Good that. call, bud. Good no,
1: you don't think that's going like to work. Kind of guy
0: would move oh, come I on!
1: Heard,
2: I heard Connor Bedard didn't really want to play in Chicago, so maybe you guys could swipe <laughs> that too.
1: I that sounds like a great idea. Maybe Chicago like can trade him to
0: Philadelphia and the Rangers.
1: <laughs> okay, now, now you now you're just being silly. Yeah. <laughs> Now you are um, there's two contracts in which the Rangers can actually trade this year um, in the off season If they wanted to gain a little bit more cap maneuverability and that's either Goudreau or Ryan Lindgren. I don't think Lindgren is going to get traded. I don't think he's going to get a large extension either, but I still think Lindgren is the guy that stays and Goudreau is, is somebody that you can replace in your lineup. Uh, maybe not in the in the locker room because he was a great locker room guy, but I don't know Yeah, Goudreau's it, to me uh, this year, this off season seems like the guy who should and could be traded because he's more, I guess, easily replaced in the lineup than a lingering would be. And then you got a couple of lottery tickets coming into your team next year uh, with Brennan Hoffman and Will Cooley, who should be mainstays in the lineup next year. Uh, and there's been a lot of talk about Tyler Mott being re-signed, but in 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 an ideal world, I, I don't think the this Ranger team is going to look much different than than what it looked like this year, just because of the lack of cap maneuverability next year. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna see a very very similar team next year than what you saw this year, but sprinkled in with a little bit more uh, of the of the rookies in um in the lineup next year and the backup goalie is probably going to be a, another entry level contract guy in dylan garan the one thing the rangers are not going to have next year is they're not going to have maneuverability probably at the at the trade deadline so the team that you're going to field on day one is a team that you're probably going to go to the playoffs with unless you can acquire um cap space the way you did last year and and get a couple of guys who can fill those bottom six roles because you're not going to get a top six guy in in next year's deadline. You're not going to be able to get um, a, a, um, a Tarasenko or a Patrick Kane for that matter.
2: Looking back, would you have preferred more role player acquisitions at the deadline? I
1: I, I thought I thought the Tarasenko move was was the right move. I didn't think the Kane move was the right move, but it's Patrick Kane. You got to make that deal. Um, I I would have expected another bottom six guy to kind of fill that instead of Patrick Kane, since they went big ticket with, with Tara never envisioned both of those guys being on the Rangers. Okay. Never. It, It was great. And I don't think we'll ever see on paper talent like the Rangers had again, but you never know. They 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 went further with with lower tiered guys. Maybe they'll do it again next year. I hope they can. So it'll be very interesting to see the off season moves by the Rangers. Um, and speaking of off season moves, Billy, is there any movement on President GM search for the Penguins?
0: Uh, negative. Uh, well, after the Penguins. Great segment, Nick. And, uh,
2: uh, no. <laughs> all right, Phil, it's great catching up with you, man. Thanks for staying
0: on the podcast. All I- right but I, w- I, w- I was gonna i was well they haven't hired anybody i mean, but that's what i was saying
1: okay okay go ahead well we're only kidding.
0: well after the the penguins and and uh ron hickstall um mutually agreed to part ways <laughs> um <laughs> the, there has been talk about who could be the next gm in, in pittsburgh and uh, and and it seems like the reason why there's there hasn't really been movement yet is is likely because some of their at least a couple of their candidates are still in mm-hmm. the playoffs with their respective teams. So uh, guys like uh, Jason Botterill, uh, who, uh, is who is uh, with the Kraken, uh, an assistant with the Kraken right now, or an associate or whatever the heck he's called. Um, former, he used to be an associate GM under uh, Rutherford, Jim Rutherford, and um, with the Penguins. And then he had his shot with the Buffalo Sabres and didn't work out so well with the Sabres. After a few years there, they, they let him go. Uh, but he he is the guy that you know made the the deal for uh, Tage Thompson uh, for uh, Ryan O'Reilly. So um, at any rate, you know didn't make it in Buffalo, but he's uh, an executive again and with the Kraken, and, and I think the Penguins have their eye on him. Um, then another one who's still in the playoffs, Kyle Dubas uh, with uh, the the Maple Leafs. Um, one of the one of the assistants there with the Maple Leafs, and is still making who are still in the playoffs for maybe at least one more day um so you know when when some of these uh teams are out i think we're going to hear a little bit about the penguins and, and who they're bringing in and who they're talking to there's more people that they've got on the list obviously but but i i don't think we're going to hear anything until until those guys are out and, and they've had a chance to talk to them
2: that's more they got to get permission to talk to them first or do we know
0: no don't oh, well i don't know if they've if they've reached out for for permission while the playoffs are still good. No, but going. I'm
2: saying if they're, if their contracts are up, then they don't need permission necessarily. Right.
0: No, I don't think their contracts are up. Okay. Yet. So yeah. Yeah. They will need permission. Sometimes then they
2: even wait until after the final is over. Right. Before they start doing that.
0: Sure. I'm sure the Fenway sports group is, is. Uh. Really uh, been vigilant and, and, you know, not not just sitting there watching the Red Sox uh, all day and going, hey, we'll get I to heard the Patrick Wa
2: and Mark Messier were also on that list.
0: <laughs> Maybe Roger Clemens.
1: <laughs> really? <Big> Poppy. <laughs> I was thinking Big Poppy. Oh, well, yeah. not not only have the Rangers moved on from their coach, but are, are the Islanders. Mulling a coaching move as well, Nick. I've re- I've read well, that a couple of 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 things on the Twitterverse that are leaning that way.
3: Hard to say, but what is short, or the only thing we know of right now is that you know neither Lou uh, or Lane Lambert have um, have spoken to the media since breakup day a week ago. So we're going on now. I think it's the eighth day or seventh or eighth day since then. So. Normally, you figure they'd have a, um, some sort of a, a message or something, but uh, nothing. They haven't, had, they haven't been accessible to the media, so uh, hard to say why. It could be that maybe this being Lambert's first uh, go around, they just try to shelter him, or maybe it's because management's kind of pissed at them and wants to clean the house and wants to see who's going to be available. Did they
2: say anything during breakup day that might have pissed senior management off or?
3: No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, there hasn't been any real messages from them really after the game. So just uh, after, you know, post, post game, I don't even remember if Lambert had anything to say at the end of the game, to be honest. Um, the players were really the focus uh, of all the, the interviews and, um, so really quiet, which you know, this could be a loo thing too, just him being like, oh, well, we just don't need to talk to them or something. So you know, annoying. some bullshit. Who knows? But I find it very strange that you'd have your players going through this whole thing and have to talk through all these things um with the media, and then your coach and GM president all don't, right? That seems a bit strange. So We'll see. I, I don't know. I, I get the feeling that, in my opinion, I don't think Lou, he's 80 this year. This is kind of like, maybe it's time that they just clean house. Lambert, I don't think is a good coach. I I just don't see it. It's not that, you know, he's, that the talent was so good. Like, if you look at, like, the Rangers, obviously they're they're loaded, ready to go. And, you know, I had them pegged at the beginning of the season to win the whole thing. Um, before they made the moves, right? And before they made all those those moves to get Kane and Tarasenko and really loaded it up, not that different from Toronto, who also loaded up tremendously and are about to get either swept or you know have to make some miracle to you know somehow get back into that series. I you know they're down three nothing at this point. So the point is, you know, it's they weren't the most talented team. They they had there's you know some obviously first year coach. But he's groomed by Trotz. The whole thing was they were getting rid of Trotz because supposedly, you know, Trotz wanted a path up to be a GM or whatever. And you know, Lou didn't want that. And they didn't want Lambert to uh to be picked off either. They want him to be coach. So who knows, man? I, I get the feeling that it's that they're just kind of frustrated with uh the direction of the team. You know, Lou has gotten rid of every first round pick the last four years. So it's kind of like, you know, even if they're for moves to make other things happen, you're just not.
2: Robert is bare. You're not,
3: yeah. You're just not able to, to recoup it. And then we treated away uh, to Ratu uh, in the Horvath deal, who was easily the best forward prospect we had at the time. Um It's going to be tough. I don't know. You got to hope that some of these other guys are going to pan out to be, able to replace those guys as they come off their contracts. And because as you guys know, you got to have guys that, you know, yep. aren't making a ton of money. You can't, you can't win. Like look at Toronto. They, they got all these forwards making eight, $9 million and they lack in all areas. Edmonton yep. too. Edmonton's yep. a very top heavy team and they just don't in terms of their forwards. And, you know, as great as McDavid and and Drysaddle are that they, they they don't have the goalie. They don't have the defense. And I just don't see how they can win a playoff series that get that deep, you know, unless they score nine goals a game. So I think the Isles are in a similar situation where they're just not exactly the same situation, but they're, they're at a point where you have to make a decision. Do you start to change it over to different co- GM and coach and try to start to, you know, remake the roster over the next few years, getting maybe making a trade like trading Anders Lee um, because he's making seven million a year and he's not a great skater and he's not going to get that deal's not going to get better for the next three years. You know, he's the captain and everything, but you know, that's a big way to make, if you can make him him move in some way, um, then potentially you could, you Uh, know, get better there. But do you
2: you think the real way to make the big splash to really you know, hit a grand slam and and build the build the system back up would be to to trade Barzell.
3: Uh, you know, I I think you could. I don't mind it because I think Barzi's never going to be that guy on our team. Maybe he, he could, you know, get a lot of points somewhere else. But you know, more like like have like ninety, maybe hundred point season somewhere else in in the right offense. Yeah, with the right. Guys around him but
2: um and you guys maybe could recoup some yeah. of those some first round picks you could get
1: maybe some sure. some talent L- listen or- i got a, i got an offer for you on the table right now barkley goudreau and alexei lafreniere for matthew barzell oh, yeah. sure. right that now is. right now let's do it say so yes
2: I, tom you literally would be gm of the year every year
1: you know that? <laughs> i i really i really really would but Fantastic. you know andres lee and brock nelson are they kind of redundant players no, different players completely.
3: Because Nelson's very shifty with the puck. He he's a he's a center. He's a you know good on faceoffs, defensively reliable. He can shoot the puck. Lee is an old style player, man. He's not a shooter. He just he gets in front of you and he's gotta be, you know, making those plays in front of the net happen. Deflections and sounds like and the kind just...
2: of he sounds like the kind of player the devils need desperately. To be in Listen, all honesty, he sounds like the player the devil's need.
3: The Isles could give up some I'm sure you to find a, someone would take him because he's a—he's yeah. not a bad player. He's just the team is not fast. You need speed. You need to surround him with guys that can. Like if he played like a Jack Hughes, and you know somebody else, you know speedy. Where well, you it, just told him fine. just
2: go, just go to the net, and we'll get you yeah. the puck.
3: Oh, he'd be fine. And like fucking, defense, yeah. like
2: Van Riemsdyk, right? Yeah. Like James Van Riemsdyk, yeah. just go there and
3: yeah. He's great at tipping pucks. He's great at causing havoc and he's defensively reliable, but you know, it's like that problem we've had, we had with Tavares for years. Even at post, didn't really play well together because they kind of were redundant on the line together, you know, cause they just kind of like can get the puck and grind it out. But like they needed somebody that had speed or size to really spread the, spread the ice. Cause they couldn't do it themselves. You know, Tavares got better better as a skater over time, but you know, not, never was a great skater. That was his biggest knock. And you know, same thing with, with Lee here. He's, 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 he's big, powerful, but he's not fast skater. And that's a, so, it's kind of problematic.
2: So I don't want to jump on your toes and, and make it all about me, but I'm finding that Jack Hughes and Timo Meyer are mm-hmm. exactly like what you're saying. They always yeah. seem to wind up in the same spot on the ice. And they make it easy to be covered because you're so close that like one guy could cover both of them. And I've seen Hughes get come back to the bench and like slam the door in aggravation that he doesn't have that free space on the ice because he always winds up being right next to
3: Meyer. You got to have guys that can be, you know, different roles on the line. I just I've it's just a frustrating thing to watch. And, you know, you see it now, too, with those two two of them. Maybe they figure it out, or maybe they just split them up and say these two can't right. Really play just, just don't
2: put them on. Yeah, just don't put them on the line together.
3: Yeah, it just doesn't work, you know. And that's to me that became the problem. Dials over time is like you know, there's certain guys just like Eberly and, and Barzal. They're both good players, but together they just they, they just didn't well, they
2: didn't feed off each other.
3: They they did, but they just they're too they do too much of the same thing, and it just doesn't give them enough opportunities to get take the puck away. And you know, make rushes and you know get the puck out of the dirt out of the dirty areas. Like it's just like they have too much of the same places things they do. And then it becomes hard to mix those lines up because then you're like, well, you can't drop Barzi to the second line. He's your first line center. And then, you know, Eberly, does he is he really a guy that's gonna drop down to the second and third lines? And then it's very difficult to kind of move things around. So I feel like you really need. More balanced lineup of guys. There's guys of speed, size. You know, some maybe one or two guys that are like a, a pivot. You know, they don't all have to be fast, but it's hard to have that balance when you're just in the cap and all the things. So you know, it's it'll be interesting to watch what they what they do. You know, a lot of talk about Dubas maybe being available. Obviously, if Toronto gets swept here, he's it seems like he'll be gone. I can't imagine Toronto brings him back. Um, but at the same time, uh, I don't see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens because I think the, my, my biggest worry, the, the worst case scenario for me is that Lou retires and hands it over to Chris Lamorella and they go, Chris is going to run it now. And I'd be like, fuck. We're, we're, same, you know, same
2: old shit. Just know. like I his father.
3: You know, he's the lesser version, obviously. I mean, he's clearly not the same guy. And Lou is not the same guy he was 20 years ago. So it's just... More of the same.
1: So hopefully, uh, but I wouldn't expect to hear anything for if this is a normal offseason. I wouldn't expect to hear yeah, anything from Lou until training camp.
3: <laughs> He's going to his hibernation. It's yeah, nah, basically it. <laughs> I, I get the feeling we're gonna we're not gonna hear anything for a while to see what happens and shakes out with other teams because there's probably a few dominoes I gotta follow to see what hap- What uh, what's available? You know, you've already shot the you know killed the, the whole thing with uh, Trots, which you know. Still, gonna be the, the thing that's gonna haunt the aisles, I think, for a while. But yeah, we'll see who, who's available, see what happens if they decide to make a move or if they just finally come out and say, you know, it is what it is and it was a tough season, but uh, turn around, you know.
2: Anytime, I hear- anytime I think of Lou and Chris Lamarillo, I just think of uh, Smokey and the Bandit like
1: Lou is Buford <laughs> T Justice and Chris is Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look, if you need a coach, uh, I think uh, Gerard Gallant's available. Good luck, well, bro. As a matter of fact, Tom
2: will trade you Gerard <laughs> Gallant's contract for Bob, Matt Barzell.
1: Yeah, can we trade hey. for NHL coaches? Can we like there's send a coaches. We'll a, send you. Labor. Well, I know you it's happened. I, I want to. We'll 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 send the Penguins somebody for for Mike Sullivan. Sure, I think that hey, would be. No,
0: there's nobody on your team that I
1: want.
2: Do to you know. guys have anyone named Jeff?
0: <laughs>
1: um sadly no sadly no and now it's time for trivia with bill yuck
3: now this is the wrong bell
0: that was you're you're not very decisive there today steve
1: That, that, that was weird
2: didn't get the didn't get the full cue so that's what we're going with well, oh.
1: I I I gave, I gave you. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't it the that. It
2: wasn't that clear. Maybe it's that terrible fucking wallpaper behind you that's throwing me on. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, fantastic pretty, wallpaper it behind oh. me. Marriott,
1: <laughs> Marriott hotels, they have the best wallpaper. It looks
2: like vertical cum spots just shot. Straight <laughs> up the oh no no that that's Are what we, it is. Oh. No, that, that,
0: that's what that is. It does. <laughs> Are we already on Steve's stomach? Wait a minute, this segment. <laughs> uh, Okay, so my trivia question today—I I, got to say, I, I have to—I have to do all of multiple choice because otherwise no. the question stays open-ended. No, no, no. and there's no. and there's way too many possibilities, and you guys are going to be right. Well, well, hold on. I'm not going to be but you're not going to give the right answer that they're looking for, and then you're going to get mad at me.
1: Well, why don't so, you just ask oh, the question? Why don't you on. just ask the question first? Let's figure that out. Come on.
0: Okay, remember the question. The Stanley Cup has been used as a blank toilet. Sure. that's one of the correct answers
1: a cereal bowl
0: that's two of the correct answers a champagne flute they're really looking for three correct answers
1: a beer um,
3: cup mug yeah a mug yeah, I, I think, think a mug and, would and be so right.
0: that's the thing because it certainly has been but they're looking <laughs> for one specific other answer
1: Mm. Wait, are you are you serious that with the cereal bowl and the yeah. other thing that Steve was saying? Toilet, are you saying yes. that those are but you really... can't say toilet? Yes. You can't
2: say the word toilet. Is that
1: the potty. And, and that thing Keeping Steve said? Wow. Seriously? Um, yes, you actually got those right. You got yes. Well, yeah. yes.
2: Can can I say a pool toy? You can
0: you'd can. be wrong. And it has it? been, but again, not the answer they're looking for. They got they got. Because let's mm. let's break the fourth wall here. They wanted you to go to the answer all of the above, which was the compilation of the prior three. One of them being cereal bowl, one of them being toilet, and then this other thing. Mm. First mate on the SS Titanic. Uh good one. I don't. I think that that's even a right answer and then jack and rose
2: anyway. dove down there and they discovered it
1: <laughs> well jack actually did oh, jack. Oh, rose wouldn't get out of off the, room on that, that fucking, fucking door. door man she fucking that didn't fucking, want you to live bitch
0: dude. that old bitch threw it off the fucking side of the boat the that, stanley it, cup Everyone was so easy, looking for the stanley cup she whips it out of her pocket and throws it off the boat what's it
1: it was a dog uh, bowl no i
3: mean it was, it was probably i'm was, sure it was no. i don't know a seat
0: no, no. hat? No. A hat? Are you going to wear it upside down? It's like, it? Tom, a
1: giant hat.
0: Tom, it's a Stanley Cup.
1: What can you make of this? You can make a hat or a brooch? My goodness gracious. How about a cup? Um, like a protective cup? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Jesus, a, some...
0: It's a goalie cup. Yeah, some goalies. Some cover.
1: Well, no, Garth Snow, Snow used to wear it when he was in, in the Nets. <laughs> It was the, one of the smaller uh, pieces of equipment.
2: The third thing they use the Stanley Cup for as the trophy awarded to the team that wins the Stanley Cup.
0: Yeah, well, I, that's true, but that's not what the yeah, again, not not the answer they're looking for here. Yeah, like it should have been.
3: It's, is it is it D all know. the above? Well, we
0: need to D get all the above is we correct. need to get
3: C
2: so we can get D. Oh, you want the D, don't you? Um I like
1: the sound of that.
2: <laughs> has it been used in any sexual encounter? Well,
1: I'm sure on uh, Sex on the no, Beach. The, I'm sure we are not this is in not Florida. A Steve
0: Stomach segment. No, no, we're we're still in the trivia segment. Did they did they light this it on happen. fire
2: first and then? <laughs> no. Has it been used as a TikTok propaganda piece?
0: Sure, it has, but
1: no, I don't no. think yet.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it's has. only been around for a couple years. This, what has the Stanley Cup been used for? Yeah. Used
0: for.
1: Um, it's been used to catch a baby as it comes out of the mom.
0: Oh, Dude, was, you were kind of close. I was you were close, close, but no, nothing that, was, that gross. Okay. But,
2: well, then we're not going anywhere well, near that again. You had a good time um, with the baby thing. Has it been used as a way to pick up women by those oh, who really want it? Oh,
0: my God sure why why else would you win it that's true
2: <laughs> jesus um has it been used as a baby bassinet
0: oh i no that's not the answer they're looking for either but oh how about how about a baby
1: how about a baby car seat
0: no that has would be been used very to, dangerous
1: uh Highly
2: deliver dangerous. deliver a baby
1: Oh, it's with Thomas. I, I said that. that. You're, you, you're going to laugh when you listen to it. You're going to laugh you go back Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just say it? <laughs> you, you are going to laugh. That was the first thing I said to think about the baby. Yeah, That's where we got to the baby thing.
2: <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to go a little off book here, and I'm not going to say the actual word, but ha- has it been used in the uh, the performance of an A word?
1: <gasps> what's an a word
0: i don't know what the hell he's talking about <laughs> <shmushmorton. Yeah.
2: laughs> oh
1: a what Jesus. no is that a
2: yeah oh my
1: goodness
2: have they no
0: whoa i still don't know what he's talking about okay wow, wow. yeah a little baby uh, ears can't you can't hear the that's, word that's a no okay. no
1: has it been used to microwave popcorn oh Jeez. you can't put metal in the microwave Oh How my big God. of a
0: microwave do you need to do that? You can't put... It's and, and <laughs> 36 inches tall!
1: Quite sparks,
0: large. Sparks and burning things. Oh, my God.
2: Tragedy. I have a, I have a metal rack in my microwave. It's it's fine.
0: <laughs> well, when they designed it to actually go in yeah, a microwave. Not,
2: in I'm point. sure they did back in the day. They designed <laughs> it specifically to work in a microwave.
3: Silver, not so sure. Was it used to store things, like the in or something, or... Throw fucking jerseys. I
0: don't know. Nothing. No. I
1: Was it used to not, store babies in with? Um, oops, no. Was it
2: used <laughs> to store baby batter?
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I, you know, probably was. It probably was. Let's face it.
2: So um, I would
1: imagine it, it definitely was. It what was else? Do it, of some kind of was circle.
2: it used to change a baby's diaper?
0: Uh, I'm sure it was, but the, no. No. It is a specific. Like, Baby I feel like we've
2: that... gone through all the things babies do. They eat, they sleep, and they right. shit. Yeah, well, said
3: all of them fixated on the babies. Is this, oh, yeah, you gotta baby think soul. about yeah, Was it, it you was used the... to
0: bathe the baby? And oh you, you just gotta tweak that answer a little. Why would you be washing water in a baby and and, and whatever?
2: Oh uh, Jesus Christ, really?
0: Jesus Christ, really, that's correct. Oh, baptismalizing. Are you
1: serious? Yes. Oh, my God. That was not worth it. Mother of God.
2: Bill, I want to give our official answer D, all of the above. (laughs) All of the above.
0: Thank you. Unbelievable. You guys, you got the first two. Like, in your first two guesses, that was amazing. Yeah. Then we fell right off the fucking... Serial
1: Do you, you guys want to want to guess players for a top ten list? What? It's a fun one.
0: If it's fun, of course.
1: Oh, of course, they're all fun. Go ahead. Give me Wayne Gretzky, the I love top the ten active NHL playoff games leaders. Top 10. Eddie Shore. Active Bill. Bill. Active. Brent Brent oh.
2: Burns.
1: Billy Smith is Brent Burns is not in the top 10 wow
2: Joe
0: Pavelski
1: Joe Pavelski is number five
0: Sidney Crosby Sidney
1: Crosby is number three Alex Ovechkin Uh, Alex Ovechkin is not in the top 10 wow
0: well if Uh, Sidney Crosby's in it I'm going to venture to say that Chris Letang is also.
1: Chris Letang is number 11. Sorry. No, not in the top 10.
3: You know, Malkin.
1: Malkin is number 4
2: Mark Marc-Andre Fleury
1: is number seven.
3: Steve said, yeah, good one. There you go. Uh, Patrick Kane.
1: Uh, Patrick Kane is not in the top 10. Really?
2: Joe Thornton. Really?
1: Uh, Joe Thornton is not in the top ten. What? And not, and he's not active. He,
2: yeah, he is. Is he, is he?
1: They're tired
2: Thought he, he just played.
1: No. Oh, uh, he did play. Have, he did. You have you have gotten four. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Andre Vasilevsky is if not the is in the seven, top ten. Be. Huh? Not in yes. the top 10. Stephen Stamkos. He's got to be. Stephen Stamkos is not in the top 10. It's fucking possible. What the fuck? He missed that whole fucking year we talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hedman. Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman is number nine. You have five. There we go. Kucherov. Nikita Kucherov is number 16.
3: Yeah, he's not gonna get there. Uh uh
1: Kopitar. Andre Kopitar. Andre. Not top ten. Wow. All right. Uh, Let's crack. Chris Kunitz is he's not still active, is he? Is he still he, is, he is not active. Is, yeah. Maybe sexually active, but not <laughs> Pat, Maroon. <laughs> oh, yes. Pat, Maroon. Pat Maroon! Pat Maroon is number 10. You have six. Wow. Okay. Pat Maroon just eked out Chris Letang, by the way, for number 10.
3: Oh, uh, Phil Kessel?
1: Phil Kessel is not in the top 10. John Tavares? John Tavares is not in the top 10. Definitely not. No Islander. Jake Gensel? Gensel is not in the top 10.
2: All right, so... Number one on the list, is the Eastern Conference or Western Conference?
1: Uh, he has played both in his career. Somebody has gone
3: along a long time. Yep. And we're missing it. We're missing it. Yep. Here's you're, missing where it it. Is.
1: You're, you're missing a pretty pretty easy one. Yeah, it should be fucking simple. Actually, two guys on this list should have been – well, actually, three guys on this list should be pretty easy. Uh, Jeff Carter? No. Nobody named Jeff, Bill. <laughs> What's your obsession with guys yes. named Jeff? <laughs> uh, Marlow. Patrick Marlowe, Marlo, not in the top ten.
3: He's not. Is he not
1: active? Right? is he retire?
3: No,
1: he's he he, playing. He did. Re, he did retire. Yeah. Oh, he just went back to San Jose. I thought. Same. No, they retired. Just retired his jersey. Who was he? Oh, Michael that's Jordan. Why he was there. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why he went back. Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand, mm. number fourteen. Jesus. Yeah.
2: Shane Shane Gostisbehere. Shut up. Mm. Um. Patrice Bergeron.
1: Patrice Bergeron is number six. Hey. So uh, let me, let me tell you which numbers you need. One, two and eight. You you need one, two and eight. Okay. You're missing the top two. You're missing the top two. Very Eastern conference
0: and Western conference.
1: Well, uh, no, no, I didn't say that. He, the, no, Steve asked me number one. And I said number one has played in both the Eastern and West, Western Conference.
0: Yes, that's what, that's what I,
1: I thought was. you said one and two and one apiece. Sorry. Mm. <clears throat> um, number two on the list missed the playoffs this year. Number one did not.
2: Patrick Kane. Did we say Patrick Kane? Yeah, yeah.
1: We did, right.
3: We yeah, he
2: okay. okay. did.
0: Uh, um, that, who's that defenseman for the range that we went from the Rangers to the Lightning? That that ended up in like oh Nashville Ryan or McDonough. Some shit. Ryan that McDonough
1: guy. is number two. Ah, really? Yeah. Teamwork. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah, I forgot. In fact, this is like... the first year he has missed the playoffs in his career. I feel like. And what about uh Eric? Is Eric Eric still around? Right. Eric let's Stahl is around, and he's not yeah, in the top 10. Uh, Shit, he's not in the top 20.
3: Jordan Stahl?
1: Jordan Stahl is number 23. Jay mm. Weber? No. He is active. I'll give you that. Uh, so, missing number one and number eight. Ryan O'Reilly? No. All right. The, number one, one be, and number eight are favorite. both in the Eastern Conference. Turn. This year, this Turn. year, and they are no longer playing, both of them.
0: Yeah, I'm at a loss. Both, both, you said Ovechkin's and was a no, right? Correct. correct. Both, yeah, actually,
1: no. both were playing for Atlantic Division teams. Number one, number eight. Not the Katie same. Perry. Team. Corey Perry is number one.
3: Ooh. Oh, Cory Perry. Jesus. Mm. Are we number eight now? Yep,
2: and he wasn't. An, he was playing on an Atlantic Division team that's no longer playing.
1: That is correct. Who did Boston pick up this year. Don't think that. <laughs> Who doesn't play for Boston? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no, no.
1: I didn't say that. Uh, you know Chara still in the league? Yeah, Chara's Negative. not in the league. Exactly, definitely oh. not. No. David Krejci. David Krejci is number eight.
3: Ah, uh, that's a tricky one because he wasn't in the league last year. It's
1: a, it's a very, it's a, it's an interesting list, isn't it?
3: Yeah, that's just. A, I didn't think McDonough had that many, but damn it yeah, he did. It, this is the first
1: year he missed the playoffs since.
0: That's Tom's he, a liar. He said that was going to be fun. Yeah, that wasn't fun. that yeah, was. That, so was fun. Um,
1: that was. Wait, excuse me. That was so much fun for me to watch all <laughs> you guys squirm. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
2: That just leads us to our next segment, which is impressions with
3: Nick. Fucking great. Gentlemen of the Friends of Rivals podcast, we're into the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 Questions Power Play. Nice. The rules are simple. The group has two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player, person associated with one of the four Friends of Rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions or the power play has expired. The group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away he go.
1: This player, uh, New York Rangers. No. This player associated with the New Jersey Devils.
3: Yes.
0: This player associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins. No. This player associated with
2: the New York
3: Islanders. Yes. Islander Devils. Is it Andy Green? No. Is this, did this player play in the two thousands? No. Did Billy? Uh, yes. What did Billy say?
0: Zach no. Uh
2: So two thousands Islanders Devils did they play in the nineties at all?
1: No. no. Jan Herdina? No. Fuck, whose birthday is it today?
2: <laughs> is, this, is this player currently playing? No. Did this player play forward? Yes. Did this player play center? Yes. Did this player spend more of their career with the Devils? Yes. Did this player play on the Devils
3: first? Yes. Is it Travis Zajac? Hey, you got it.
1: that was was a steep going end to end in less than a minute end to end rush that was an end
2: -end rush brings our total up to 14 for 24 nick nick Nick, why did you pick travis Ajak?
3: he's born may 13th it's close up born born may
2: 13th it's only five days away so he picked
3: him (laughs) yeah good job (laughs) i did i was tired i'm sorry
1: (laughs) that sounds about right
3: also, I figured the only person getting this would be Steve. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, you were so, a thousand percent right on that. that was... <laughs> it
3: was tricky because uh, Zayjack only played for a uh, small port, like what, like 20 games. Oh, to yeah. dial, so it was,
1: yeah, it was playoff uh, pickup. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. <laughs> oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca Cola Zero Sugar. <laughs>
0: no
1: round here. Uh this one's gonna bring us to the year of our Lord 2019. Go to uh what day is this? Uh post it is fine. Uh May 28th of 2019. Was that Memorial Day weekend?
2: May 28th was a Tuesday. I guess not. The day after okay. Memorial Day. Okay. Close enough. Uh, uh breakfast well, this, was well, a...
1: actually this happened 6 30 p.m. on Sunday. So uh, well, the, the, artic- me this the, the article fucking... the article the article date is the 28th, so I guess we gotta go to the 20th. We
2: gotta go with the 28th thing. Yeah, so, we gotta go to the 28th. Uh, and Coke Zero can for breakfast. Roast beef and cheese a uh, Half sub Coke Zero 20 ounce and a bag of chips for lunch. Dinner was at the Dublin House in Red Bank, where I had a chicken cordon bleu sandwich, fries, and a diet soda. We were in Red Bank to enjoy Rob Thomas at the Count Basie Theater. Thomas, why did you pick Tuesday, May 28th, 2019?
1: Well, duh. Obviously, that was the day at a pair of Collier County residents, not named Ray Finkel, were arrested Sunday evening after an officer found them performing a sex act on the beach and didn't stop when the officer arrived. Excuse me, you wanna get off? Sir, please, one second, please. Could you give me just one second, please, officer? It happened around 6.30 p.m. Sunday on, uh, on the beach. In the 700 block of South oh. Collier Drive in Marco Island, notoriously, that
2: is the most uh, most shenanigans happen. The 700 block. Yes,
1: yes. Unfortunately, this was not cum or cremation. No. This was, according to Marco <laughs> Island police report, a caller. Don't reported... fucking wow!
2: No, 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 no! Don't fucking laugh at it this week. It's you the didn't fucking laugh when laugh Tom at says it. last week <laughs> when I came up with it on the spot. You don't laugh at it this week when he fucking no. says it.
0: Oh,
1: stab yourself. It, it is it is much funnier when I say <laughs> it. Uh, a caller reported that a, uh, 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 Jesus, according to Marco Island Police Report, a caller reported the couple to the police and the responding officer found two people lying down in front of the beach access. The couple were arrested and charged with exposure of sexual organs. Tom's a creep, Tom is a weirdo,
0: where does he come up with this shit, it's so disgusting.
2: So this guy, they started, this woman calls it in. How, how long does it take for a police officer to show up on the scene? You gotta think it's gotta take like 10-15 minutes.
1: Well, I mean, are they calling 911? Are they so, calling the non emergency? So it would make lines? sense that he was
2: right about peak when the officer got there.
1: How long do you say it, it took them? Please, 10 15 there? minutes. Uh, I mean, sure.
2: Tom, you got to think these are people in the 700 block. That's, you know, they're experienced with yeah, outdoor sex.
1: Again, it's Collier County. I don't know. I I, I tend to think of someone like Ray Finkel. Sorry.
2: Also, you're saying Marco Island. Isn't Marco Island like a, a hoity toity area?
1: It is a hoity toity area. We are we don't discriminate here in Florida. Wow. We uh we will go to any beach. Even and get your naked. rich
2: folk get it on outside.
1: That's right. Um just going out there, these do not look like. Rich folk. By oh the no, no. <laughs> no! They traveled in. <laughs> <they're, was not. laughs> they traveled they, in
2: from the Everglades yeah. to, to do that.
1: <laughs> they're the locals.
2: <laughs> so I got a, I got a weird question. Toronto, brink of elimination. They blow it up. They trade one of those, one of those four.
1: I mean, uh, of the four, I, I, what? But sixty percent of the of their entire salary cap is on four players. They've been begging yeah. for
0: that for years. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they but who, done that already. who
1: who who is it? I don't know. Probably probably Mitch. I was maybe yeah.
2: Cuz I was hearing exactly. why not trade Matthews to
1: Arizona.
3: I mean, I think it, I think you, you can.
1: I don't does know he, if he will. Does he have a no movement clause or no trade clause? I don't no. know. I don't. Uh, because I, that would be that would be a veto. Yeah, does he like, want no, right, to go home or is he going to oh, pull a good draw, though? I, I get that, but still, you're going to fuck. You're, you're coming from Toronto, where you were on top of the world uh, with with a team, and you're going to go to fucking Arizona and just die. He wants to play closer to home, so he's going to sign with the Ottawa Senators.
3: So <laughs> That's a good draw. So, Austin's got one more year. And, and, and by the way, their entire team is like all ufas they yeah all their forwards, oh god. except
2: oh my god yeah
3: every single forward is a ufa except for matthew knees nice knees and but but basically they're losing kerfoot Ryan o'reilly david kemp no uh all these guys this year yeah Doesn't bunting simmons guys, aston right? reese all coming off the books now you have matthews is one more year next year Tavares has two more years. Marner has two more years. Nylander, Neil Nylander, Nylander? William Nylander. Nylander. He's got Nylander. Nylander. One more year. So, I mean... Basically, $40 million
2: dollars tied up in those four guys.
3: Yeah, it's... That's it. And, I mean, you can, of course, trade. I think the Matthews trade makes sense if you're, like, you send him somewhere, but he's probably not... He's just going to go make a ton of money at the end of this, he's just going to be UFA sign where he wants. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but you got to get some capital. If he's not coming back, if they're not going to resign him.
2: No, no movement clause at all.
3: Yeah. No, what, his, is him? what is his
2: contract? Him, Marner or Nylander, 11, yeah. six, four 50, uh, and, and he's got
1: one year left on it after this. So,
3: yes. Yeah. So here's the important thing, right? He they picked have... the right year
1: to be UFA. I'll tell you that. Yeah.
3: When yeah. the cap yeah. is going up. They have the first rounder for Boston this year, which obviously is not very high. No. Uh, and then next year they have, but they don't have a second, they don't have a third, they don't have a fourth. Fourth. Then they have just next year they have their 2024 first. They don't have a second, they have the islanders third from the the deal with I think that could change, it could go up or something. Uh for Engball. They don't have a first in 2025, don't have a first a second in 2025. So I mean. Yeah. They have,
2: I think, they could a get a lot missing. I think they, they could get they, a first and a second for the next for 2024 and 2025 from somebody. For like,
3: they need it, yeah, they need 30. to blow up parts of this, or they have to resign two of these guys long term. And if you're going to do that, you have to be Martyr and, and Matthews. I, I would yeah, how old,
2: how old is Matthews? 25. 25, yeah,
3: he'll be, he'll be getting those, those crazy poison pill deals where he's going to be. You know, he's been 20, 20, and getting like a eight year deal in a year. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: this is really like terrible. that did
1: come for, for Ricky Williams. Yeah. This Take is... my entire draft this oh. year for, for, for him.
2: Yeah.
3: So we'll see what happens uh, after uh Toronto gets swept because if they fire the front, the front office, then.
2: I think it's gotta be Marner or Nealander I think Matthews is just the guy you got to keep and build you know, he's gotta be your 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 main focal point.
3: I, I agree. It depends. Depends what happens, right? Maybe Arizona with all that draft capital goes, Hey, we want they're saving it up for, for Matthews. Yeah. take it.
2: With the risk of him leaving, you'd gotta you gotta then be able to communicate with his camp to say, Are you gonna he's resign
3: gonna, here? He'll resign.
1: He'll yeah. resign. He was play there. in front of five thousand people per night.
3: Hey man, they're getting a new arena at some point, or they're going to be playing in a yeah. You know, in what twenty
1: twenty seven? They're going to get a new fucking arena. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's you're you're making him play in obscurity for the next for the prime of his career. You want he him to not go to care. Arizona? He
3: may not He's only making
2: him. it to the second round of the playoffs in Toronto. So who gives? Uh, that's basically obscurity,
3: <laughs> and he gets crushed by the me, the media there. I mean, he, he can only stay there for so long. So, I don't
2: know. That's, that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. It will be.
1: Well, would you say the same thing about Connor McDavid? Is he wasting away in Edmonton? Should no. he be traded?
3: He's, I mean, you could, but why? He's, he's, he's easily the MVP uh, for the next this year, and I don't see anybody coming close on this. unless he gets injured, he had, what, he's 20, 30 points ahead of everybody else?
1: Yeah, but this Edmonton's, not, Edmonton's not winning with him and Dreisaitl. It's just not. It's just not working.
2: But don't you think that that's something where now they've they're two more years, McDavid three more years, Hyman and Nugent Hopkins actually both have very long deals, but they're not. They're pretty manageable. They're only they're like five five and five one two five each. Those mm-hmm. are fine. Yeah. If they could just invest some money on defense,
0: yeah.
3: I mean, they got Kane. They Jack please. Campbell. They signed Kane for four years. I mean, he's good, but I mean, it's another five million. You just yeah. you've wrapped up. Darnell Nurse is I don't I don't know I don't I don't think he's not worth nine million. They
1: not just, nine yeah, million. No. How is Darnell Nurse Nurse uh, worth five million dollars or nine million dollars? Also,
2: if we're gonna start talking defensemen, Dougie got fucking robbed. All due respect to Kale McCarr. and to a certain extent adam fox
1: you say say that but adam fox deserves to be there
2: they had basically the same exact numbers so if adam fox Uh, deserves to be
1: there so does dougie i don't think cal mccarr deserves to be there honestly i don't
3: fucking robbed recency bias from last year i don't know that's well that's what the
2: that's what that trophy winds up being and that's what the the selkie winds up being just once you get that ripped now now that Bergeron's oh, yeah. moving on, Hughes is gonna move right into that spot, and he's gonna just start winning it year after year. You mean he he's sure uh, he's sure, he sure he yeah sure he's sure, yep. he might not win it this year, but but you know this is his first year nominated, and now he'll he'll get nominated again next year and maybe win it next year.
3: the Frank J. Suckey or the Patrice Bergeron trophy, yeah,
2: more commonly referred to as the John Madden trophy
1: <laughs> all three of those. All three of those Jack Adams finalists from last year are no longer employed. That was the funniest picture I saw this year.
0: That, oh, wow. that that award went to hell when they gave it to John Tortorella. There was it has no meaning anymore. Lost
2: all its value.
0: Yeah, it's may as well be a toilet paper holder right now.
1: It just shows you how fast things can change in the in the coaching world. Oh, Jesus Christ, Edmonton's getting fucking dirt just doors blown steamrolled. Off. Like well, they just,
2: know, they did just take that fifth one off the, off Well, the they board. just,
1: they just got it back. So it's 5 1 now.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How am I the f- the one that's so far behind? I'm so
0: far ahead oh, now. Shit.
3: I'm in
2: New the Jersey,
0: Mar- so I'm so Marriott, far ahead. Man. Holy The shit. Marriott's got the best
3: TVs. Oh, me, that was a good goal. That was a good goal. I'm still
2: looking at replays.
1: Oh, that, God, that was, that's a shame. That was, was terrible. It was, wow. What a tip in! No, oh, let's see. Oh, Great tip goodness.
3: in. I'll, I'll let
2: you the know.
1: The you know
3: absolutely. The pass absolutely. was sensational. But the the the, the effort by the Edmondson player there was horrendous.
1: It was a lackluster. Oh, what a goal! Like, oh, what <laughs> yeah, <right>. a goal! <laughs> oh, Billy, you finally got there. That was me. Oh. I was
0: watching the Yankees highlights.
1: Did they win? They won. Wow! They played the A's. Yeah, no, and it looks like the Knicks probably lost. Yes, they did. Uh, good lord! Figures. Right when you get on the bandwagon. Figures. No I'm off. On. That's it. I'm jumping off. Oh, jumping maybe they're ship. gonna come
2: back from a three-one deficit now. <laughs> yeah, right. That doesn't happen in basketball. Yeah. No. Well, the Denver Nuggets did it.
0: No. I well, you, you could fact check me on that. I for real.
2: Wow, he just <laughs> sent it totally across. Craw- wow! Wow! Wow!
1: Wow, wow, was right. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals, friends and rivals podcast, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, leave us a uh, review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read them on the air while you're there. Uh, turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals Podcast. Billy, say something.
0: I decided next time I go to Florida, Marco Island is the spot I'm gonna go, man. They'd are they be fucking on the streets out there now, Polo Island. They're just sitting there in the water waiting to get tagged. I don't get it. I'm going Marco Island. Thank you. I I feel like I'm on a losing streak.